my dear friends we have in the studios today a grammy nominated musician a performer composer conductor of music and an educator someone who has earned a unique place as a foremost musician of his generation contributing towards making music accessible and truly global in terms of appreciation and understanding please join me in welcoming gaurav mazumdar to the studios born to the illustrious mazumdar family of alhabad reaching the zenith of his music education with the legendary pandit ravi shankar ji gaurav's initial gurus were his father dulal mazumdar pandit nand kishor vishwakarma his cousins kamala bose and jayshree roy and his uncle jd mazumdar an approved artist of the all india radio and national television and an empanel artist of iccr for over two and a half decades gaurav as a performer has appeared at premier festivals and venues across the globe his performances in asia australia europe africa and the americas have enthralled audiences some of his global performances have been at the scottish symphony the chicago symphony hall multiple performances at the royal albert hall the belt and road festival at the kennedy center the bath festival the menuhin festival gstad acropolis for the greece olympics the kijani festival in kenya perth festival at the music academy in chennai at the netaji indoor stadium at the vatican and at the tata theater in mumbai among others his performances include appearances with pandit ravi shankar pandit kishan maharaj philip glass the royal philharmonic britain symphonia shenzhen symphony slovak philharmonic english chamber orchestra chicago sinfonietta the scottish symphony orchestra and others as a composer gaurav has composed music for the ballet siddhartha based on the book by the nobel laureate herman hesse ballet ritu shringar woman bearing gaurav has also composed music for the film shwet and was for a decade the national conductor for britain's youth orchestra samyo gaurav's albums include the echoes from india in search of peace neem rana soul strings the grammy nominated east meets west orion recorded live at the historic concert in greece to commemorate the 2004 olympics offerings strings in harmony walking together shambhala colors from the rainbow which was a composition for western orchestra hesse afternoon serenade and shringar as a teacher and collaborator gaurav has extended his knowledge to pupils all across the globe teaching conducting residencies and lectures in the universities and for other institutions please join me in welcoming gaurav mazumdar to zenpower friends welcome once again to zenpod i have gaurav mazumdar with me eminent musician uh, grammy nominated uh, lot of success to his credit as you heard in the intro gaurav welcome to the show thank you venki thanks for inviting me i'm really looking forward to speaking with you awesome awesome and and the audience can't see it but i love the color of your kurta it's nice and bright <laughs> thank you thank you gaurav i want to start by asking you what is spirituality according to you well spirituality is a state of mind okay it is uh, a feeling of having a certain calm within you feeling sublime feeling pure feeling beautiful feeling harmony feeling everything is in sync with each other feeling that everything in this world whatever is happening hap- happens 
not without a divine intervention. It's all in the larger plan. And we all are connected. We are all part of that big plan. And we all coexist. We all relate to each other. And we all belong to each other. Awesome. Awesome. On that note, uh, please tell us about the evolution of Gaurav Mazumdar. Evolution of Gaurav Mazumdar started much before Gaurav Mazumdar was born. Okay. I was very, very lucky to be born in the holy city of Prayagraj, now known as Prayagraj. It used to be called Allahabad. That's a sacred city where the Ganga, Jamuna and Saraswati, they meet. It's called Sangam. A very cultural place, a place of intellectuals, a place of scholars, a place of poets, musicians, scientists, and my family. My grandfather moved to Allahabad, grandfather from both my mother's side and my father's side. Okay. Originally, they both belonged to Bengal. Oh, okay. But, uh, but uh, they moved to Allahabad and they lived all their life in Allahabad, worked in Allahabad. My father, my mother, both of them, they were born in Allahabad, raised in Allahabad, lived their whole life in Allahabad. My father, unfortunately, I lost 20 years back. My mother is still there and she's with us here in Delhi and uh, continues to be a great source of inspiration and joy and love. Uh, my ancestors, they were very, very artistic. And they had a keen sense and ear appreciation, understanding for music and fine arts. Very, 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 very. In fact, you know, as I said, your first question was so beautiful. It puts me in the mood because it all happens with the larger plan, the, the blueprint, if you see it. It's, it's all there, it's all written there, it's mentioned there. So if we can find it or if we can source it or if we can see it with closed eyes and go to that realm and that state where you can connect and see, are able to, you know. So musicians like Baba Ustad Alauddin Khasab and many musicians, when they first came to our home, they said, this house is blessed. Each brick in this house reverberates with music. It's got music in it. It's got musical notes. And believe me, anybody who lived in that house, they all would sing in perfect pitch. They would sing perfectly. They had music. So I was blessed. And my journey started. That's why much before I was born, because this is like the, the act before I came to act my role. I, I took on my... And my great uh, eldest uncle, my father, there were seven brothers and one sister. He brought music in our family in a very big way. He was himself a disciple of many different musicians. Most importantly, uh, Mr. Eknath Rao and uh, Baba Ustad Alauddin Khasab. He was a great violinist. For a time being, he worked in the film industry. He worked in the All India Radio. He worked at Allahabad University. And he was basically a mentor to all his younger siblings. Okay. My father, my uncles, oh, my aunt, 
everybody at home was initiated, including me. I lost my eldest uncle when I was only seven years old. I'm sorry to hear that. But I got a lot from him in that seven years. I still remember vividly, distinctly, my association with him, my interaction with him, my gaining of knowledge, gaining of music from him, his uh, stature as a human being, as a person. Uh, I was very conscious, even though I was very small. And, and he started teaching me vocal. And I started performing even before I was five. I, at age oh four, I had won All India uh, National Awards. I performed at oh. uh, uh, All India Radio, thanks to him and thanks to all my, you know, uh, genes, uh, which I got from my, my family. Uh, then after he passed away, uh, my uh, talim or my lessons continued with his daughter, Kamla Bose, great singer. Yes. And another daughter of my eldest uncle, J.D. Mazumdar, Jayashri Roy, who put me onto the violin. My father put me onto the violin because my eldest uncle was a violin player. And that's how at home I got this beautiful gift of right. Sur and Lay, melody and rhythm, and music as a whole, which was absolutely beautiful and sublime and divine. Wow. Awesome. So my guru, J.D. Mazumdar, my uncle, Kamla Bose, Jayashri Roy, my cousins, my father, Dulal Mazumdar, my father's guru, Nandakishore Vishwakarma. And then finally, I landed up in Delhi to live with the great Bharat Ratna Pandit Ravi Shankarji, with whom from scratch I gave up violin and from scratch I started the sitar and I started my journey on the sitar and uh, after that uh, I have been playing the sitar composing, teaching, doing all sorts of musical activities all over the world. Brilliant. So I, I have a lot of related questions, but the first one I want to go uh, talk about your family. Um, and I've read about them. Clearly an illustrious family of musicians, uh, Gaurav. How does it feel? I mean, it, was that pressure? Was that pleasure? Was that, how was it? It's a, it's a feeling of being blessed. Okay. There was no pressure because from, from, a very young age, I was always very uh, passionate about music. I love music. And uh, at times, yeah, I did have my moments of choosing not to go to the music class and going out to play cricket with my friends or go and play with my friends. Right. Right. All those things have happened, but then everything would stop after a certain amount of time and I would return to the music class. I would return to music. And once I was with music, there was no time limit. It would go on and on and on. And it's still continuing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Wow. So that, that's really good to hear. Uh, I want to talk about your work now. I want to come to your work. And uh, you have composed music, uh, Gaurav, for one of the favorite books. Uh, if you ask me to name the 10 books I've read and favorite, you have composed music for Siddharth, uh, the ballet. Tell us more about it. Must have been exotic, right? <laughs> uh, I won't use the word exotic because that's exactly what it is not. Okay. Uh, a person might pick up, especially in the West, the book Siddhartha because it's exotic. It's India. Right. 
right. it's all those places where right. it's full of saints and temples and right. Right. chants and prayers and miracles, which India is not, luckily. Yeah. Uh, India is a lot more deeper than that concept of being exotic. Uh, I happened to play in Switzerland. Okay. In southern Switzerland, which is bordering Italy. Right. The Italian part of Switzerland, Ticino. Mm-hmm. And this is the area where Herman Hesse lived. Okay. Even though Herman Hesse, who wrote Siddhartha, he comes from Germany. Yeah. He lived uh, in, in southern Switzerland. And one of my concerts there, Herman Hesse's son, Heiner Hesse, he was in attendance. He was there. He was in his 90s, but he was there. And I remember he sat through the whole concert, even though he was 90 plus and, you know, frail, but, but in good health. And in the intermission, the organizers, they took me to him uh, and uh, they introduced me. And we had a wonderful conversation. And he invited me next day to his home for a tea. Mm -hmm. But while we were sitting there, he mentioned, he said, have you read Siddhartha? He didn't ask me, have you read my father's work? He said, have you read read Siddhartha? And I was embarrassed. But I said, no. I said, no. So... He said, please, if you get a chance. So I said, sure, sure. And I was I was embarrassed that I could say yes. So after this concert, I had flown to London. And the first thing from the airport, from the Heathrow airport I did was to go to a WH Smith. And pick up a... And pick up this book. Luckily, they had just one copy. Yeah. And... Thin book it is, as you know, yeah. I picked up this book and I started reading mm. and I was in the tube. I still remember sitar on one hand and that book in one hand. And before I could reach home where I was staying, mm-hmm. I had finished going through it, not really gone right. through it in detail, but gone through the gist of it, read the back, read the, uh, and I really thought, wow, you know, because when I heard the name Siddhartha, I thought it will be about Gautam Buddha, it yeah. will be about Buddha's life. Yeah. And then I read this book, it's about a normal man yeah. whose quest in life is to find who he really is and find his own way, exactly. not find a way which has already been prescribed. And that fits so well with my own philosophy and my thinking because I have always believed in finding my own path. Really? I gave up violin yes. at a very... Uh, Crucial juncture in my life at age 22 when I was already performing. Pandit Ravi Shankar heard me play the violin and choose me to be his disciple. And all of a sudden I leave that because my inner calling was for the sitar after I came and lived with him. And I didn't consult anybody. I just spoke to the great master, my guru, and said, this is what I feel. And he luckily agreed. He, he understood my quest, my thirst, my my passion, which I had for sitar. And he said, we start tomorrow. We're not wasting any more time. So I have always found my own path, my own way. I have always respected other people, gone through their life, seen what they have done, but I always wanted to do it my way. So I found that book really reverberated with me. It, 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 rang a certain chord within me 
which was so familiar. It was beautiful. Yeah. So I read it, I read it few times and it was very nice and then I kept it and then I, uh, the next book I said, I must read other work of his and I picked up Steppenwolf. Mm. And I remember I couldn't go beyond two or three pages. Yeah. That was too dark for me yeah. and too, yes. yeah. So I left it and then next year when I went again, my uh, organizers had left a message in my hotel room that Heiner Hesse called. Okay. Unfortunately, he's frail and he's not in a position to come to the concert, but he would love to see you. Okay. And I said, sure. I said, sure. And, and I, I uh, said, yes, let me do it. Let me finish the concert. So next afternoon, I went and I met him and we had a long, I think, an hour, hour and a half. And his first question was, have you read the book? <laughs> and, and I said, yes. Yes. He said, okay. How about you creating a music for that book? Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. And that's when I gathered why he was, and he gave me also that trip. I still have it framed. Beautiful. It's of course a copy. Uh, watercolor paintings of Hermann Hesse, of that wow. landscape, Pichino. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. And I said, that's a great idea. I have not thought about it, but now that you said it, I'll think seriously and I'll do something. And he said, if you promise that you will do it, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm old. I've led a full life. Wow. I'm frail. I, I don't keep well. But if you promise that you'll create a ballet, I'll wait to watch that and there'll be a reason for me to live. My goodness. Wow. And I, I, I was touched. Yeah. I was touched and I said, sure. And I, that, that trip again brought me back to London. Right. And the first thing I did, I knew some local Kathak dancers. Okay. I sat with them, I spoke and I started. And when he, see music happens to me like this. Music is like, for me, a three-dimensional thing. Okay. Like as I'm talking to you, uh -huh. if you say something inspiring or if you say something which is thought-provoking, I might answer you, but also music starts coming in my head. Oh, I see. So okay. As he said those words, I already started composing in my head. The music started coming. And I started writing the music for Siddhartha. And by that time, my trip was over in London. I had already completed almost hour and a half of the whole book. Brilliant. And the dancers I was working with, they started choreographing. We started rehearsing. And we had a premiere next year in Switzerland, in Ticino. And, her, and and I asked him, I said, listen, most important, where do I get the permission and all? Who should I write? He says, you don't need anybody's permission. Here, I give you. And he did, wrote a handwritten two-page letter saying that I give him full permission to use, to use this book, the text, any which way he wants. Wow. And he needs no permission from anybody. And he signed it. I still have the original with me. Wow. So... It was, it was, it was like, as I said, it was in the larger plan. Yes, yes, clearly. And I just happened to be the person who was chosen for that plan to be executed. So it happened and it happened beautifully. I'm sorry. And soon after he left us. I'm oh, so sorry. So it remains etched in my, yeah. in my heart, my things with him. I have wonderful pictures with him, memories with him, that letter. 
that uh, feeling of joy watching me perform the music these dancers performing and seeing him in the first row yeah. with so much of happiness on his face it made my being a musician worthwhile absolutely absolutely you know it's like he lived to see the day right when he saw his father's book being performed on stage that, that's what it, that's what it seems and i'm so yeah i'm so, i feel so blessed that i was the chosen one to do that brilliant brilliant awesome and uh, how long was the was the ballet for uh, it, it was close to hour and, and then we did series of shows oh, okay uh, it it was close to about 2 hours wow wow 2 hours long and two in two parts there was an intermission right. first part second part right. and and uh, it it was it was it was uh, for me it was a uh, one of my high points in my creative uh, uh, thought process and uh, expression would you uh, would you uh, be kind enough to play a very small piece for us if if you sure sure there was there was the 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 prelude and the overture okay so what you are wearing what you are wearing is like the uh, that's the thing you wear for the for the sitara for playing yes that's the mijrab okay mijrab that's the plectrum i wear right. on the right hand index finger for me to pluck the string so i will i will we started it with because there are few places where siddhartha is you know worshiping and sees his father worship and so i i wrote a ganesh vandana oh beautiful and yesterday was ganesh chaturthi what i will i will play that and i will sing that okay. oh great बुद्धिदाता 
गणपति जय few few here and there then then i got busy with my other projects and all that so i have not revisited but my one of my plans in the near future is to do it all over again please record the music record a dvd and uh, and have it for everybody to watch I'll, i want to put it on youtube yeah no no please please bring it back in fact you should look at probably doing shows it's amazing so yes yes i i would love to do it i would love please, to please. if you have any plans yeah i will do who would like to support that yes i am all all for it to yeah. to happen again with wonderful uh, i know some excellent uh, musicians and dancers right. in right. india we can you know uh, have them uh, on board and and yeah. do this magic all over again yeah we'll talk awesome great Brilliant. thank you okay uh, your recognition for the grammys how did it feel gaurav well more than the feeling that i got a grammy nomination the feeling uh, was that i was making music with a wonderful violinist daniel hope oh, okay who's a disciple of the great yudhi menwin right and for me to realize the fact and accept the fact it took me a long time that my guru and my guru's wife sukanya shankar they thought of me of doing this project a piece which has been played by my legendary guru and yudhi menwin for them to think that they want me to recreate it play my guru's part what he played Thank and you. daniel to play yudhi menwin's part that was something initially very surprising for me and i didn't take it seriously i thought it was some sort of a joke and i said no because i thought i'll never be able to do that mm. because you need to do justice to a uh, uh, a performance like that a composition like that uh but they were insistent daniel hope was insistent and then i took the challenge and i told daniel that i need to sit with him one on one go with him through the intricacies of indian music he needs to sit on the floor and you know learn a few things and he was ready he he was ready to come to my hotel room or wherever i was staying wow. any time of the day he's been to my place to learn at 4 in the morning wow. so we worked hard on that and when we did the first concert which was in australia 
I was absolutely very, very, very happy to see the audience reaction. We got a standing ovation for several minutes, certain calls, and, uh, and that took us to so many places, from Austria to Germany to Switzerland to, uh, you just name it, England, America, Brazil. And it's been a very, very uh, rewarding experience. And as a process, we recorded the music uh, and it was nominated for a Grammy. Mm -hmm. It was a good feeling, but the feeling of joy and happiness and gratitude and awe all mixed together was far greater just with the thought that I'm going to play this very nice. piece of legendary music. True. Awesome. Beautiful. I, I want to come to a very important part of your life uh, uh, where you, you, you have been, so I have watched Pandiji play in Bangalore. Uh, I've seen him play and I've seen him play with Anushka as well. And uh, even at, even at the grand old age, he actually uh, and and they had they had fun on stage. He actually beat her hands down. So <laughs> despite uh, you know, and, and the audience laughed and they clapped and and Pandiji was having fun and he was really at a grand old age. And you sometimes wonder how people like these actually walked the earth and you know played the music that they did. You uh, Gaurav have been very very fortunate indeed to live with Pandiji himself. Uh, tell us about your experience with the maestro. Well. The, the very fact that at the ripe age of 92 plus, in a few months, in a, in a matter of, I think, four months, he would be, less than four months, he would be 93 when he left all of us. He, there's one word which explains him the best, discipline. Okay, okay. Even at that age, he was practicing twice a day. Oh my God. He was trying to do his every day, an hour walk. My God. He was trying to read. He was trying to learn using the iPad. He was, he was a man who was, you get a feeling that he's starting his career from scratch. That's the feeling you get. Inquisitive. He wanted to watch all the shows. 92, I still remember was the time when the presidential elections were full on, we sat and watched, you know, Obama's final speech before the election started and, and that debate of Obama. And there is so much, so much, I mean, that zest for life, being curious, wanting to know more. And this I saw at a very close quarter for many, many years because I was lucky to live with him ah, really? for seven long years. Right. And it was a great lesson. No other institution, university, college would have given me this education. Correct. What I got staying with him, learning this music, learning how to live this music, learning how to be a professional, learning how to give interviews, learning how to speak, learning how to be articulate, learning how to enjoy food which is not made in your kitchen wow which might not be part of your eating habits wow trying to appreciate everything everything about him was wanting to know more appreciating the other person 
trying to know who that other person was, what does he do? And that is such a great lesson, which, which I cannot be thankful enough to him, to his family, to God, to my uncle Nalin Mazumdar, who was the first uh, steel guitar player in India who introduced classical music on the guitar, his son Anjan Mazumdar, my cousin, who basically played a big role in bringing me to him. And I, I cannot thank my stars enough for, and again, that we come back to that great blueprint, uh, that map, that drawing, that larger plan where at that small corner, there was my name written with a road in front which I was supposed to walk. And I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that it was that way, the way it is. I'm sorry we have to take a break right now, but we continue our conversation with Gaurav in the next week's episode, part two of Zenpod, where he talks about his fond memories of Panditji, his performance at the Vatican. He also plays a very short meditative piece for us, his journey from vocal music to violin and then finally on to the sitar. Where does Gaurav draw his creativity from? Gaurav talks about his experience on music and spirituality and the intersection. And finally, he ends the conversation in part two with a beautiful sitar piece that will leave us completely fulfilled. Look forward to meeting you next week. Meanwhile, stay tuned, listen to music and keep safe. Bye-bye.